live from the man cave after hours. Man, first and foremost, we got a couple of topics we want to discuss. And the first one we're going to get into that everybody been talking about all day and yesterday. Anthony Davis comes out. I'm not going to say Anthony Davis came out and demanded a trade. Rich Paul came out and demanded a trade for Anthony Davis. Pretty much saying, what LeBron James wants, LeBron James gets. And they and we are right now, we got, what, nine days to the trade deadline. Not only did Anthony Davis could end up in L.A., but other teams are throwing their name in the hat. The Orlando Magics, no chance. The Boston Celtics got, the, got some good pieces. Toronto Raptors got some good pieces. Not only the Golden State Warriors got some pieces too, but are they willing to part ways with some of those guys, the Milwaukee Bucks? What do you weigh in on this at, Marcus? I say it's uh, based on when he said it, there's only really one team, we all know who, <laughs> what team that is, right. that really got a chance right now to get them. Right. Uh, if the the Pelicans, you know, trade them within the, you know within the ten days, because I don't know, because Boston is basically out of it because they can't put him and Kyrie Irving on uh, on the same team because of the Rose rule. You know, you can't have two of those contracts on the same team. So by him saying he want to trade right now, he's basically saying he don't want to play in Boston. Right. Because so, deep. Uh-huh. So I, it, it kind of tied to uh, the Pelicans' hands unless they, you know, you know, do like the Cavs and just, you know, wait, drag their feet. But, you know, that never really turned out good for the, the team trading away the star. So when you when we, when we, when we mean it by that, Anthony Davis said, no, no Boston. But you look at some of the pieces and some of the upside that the Boston Celtics had. And Jason Tatum came up two weeks ago and said, yeah, I trade myself. For Anthony Davis, why wouldn't you be stupid not to? Yes, actually said that. Why wouldn't you? So basically, Jason Tatum, in my in my eyes, put himself on the trading block market in so many ways. Um, you look at it where with Jason Tatum brains. Jason Tatum is man, he's nice. I a comparison to him, man. If he can be more consistent on the basis on the on the every night basis. I would want to say T Mac. He managed the, the first two years of Tracy McGrady, getting the feel for the getting the feel right for the NBA. T Mac came along probably around his I would say by his fifth season when he really took off and left with the Orlando Magics. That's what I'm looking at Jason Tatum. He threw his name out there in the hat. I'll trade myself for Anthony Davis. So if you trade, say for hypothetically, the Celtics give him this offer. The Celtics, the Boston Celtics got what? Of two first-round draft picks, their own first-round draft pick, and a draft pick that comes from another team. Um, when you look at Sacramento Kings, that, that's where the pick comes from. Sacramento Kings, I believe. When you look at that draft pick, do you? They can do so much damage. But you know what? We give you Anthony. They can come like this, Danny Ainge. But you know what? I give y'all two. I give y'all my two first-round draft picks. I give you Gordon Hayward. And Jason Tatum, and I throw in Terry Rozier to sweep up the pot. And we, you give us Anthony Davis. How'd that sound? Damn. 
that would be a nice deal. I mean, but those draft picks, like last year, they was they look good, but this year, I mean, I think they both like. Uh, I don't know if it's the Grizzlies, like they pick is a uh, top, you know, lottery protected. Um, and then I can't even remember the other team, but there's like top eight protected. And the Kings is is kind of good, so they ain't gonna have a, a lottery pick. They like they not in a lottery, at least not right now. But so it's like those ain't gonna be good picks. <laughs> like they gonna lose those picks if those teams like the Grizzlies suck. So they gonna be in the lottery, so they ain't gonna get that pick. And I can't think of the other team name, but they not doing well either. I think it's the Clippers. They ain't doing well, so they gonna lose that pick too. So they really only got. They pick and the Kings pick, but the Kings is good. Like they well, least they ain't good, but they decent. Right. Was like, yeah, you're gonna trade us these picks that's not, you know, in the lottery. Right. You're gonna have to throw somebody else. They're gonna have to throw in maybe Jalen Brown or uh who's they uh they big off the bench. Uh, you got uh, Oma Jale. You have uh, what's his name? Uh, Bangs. Bangs. They, they want to throw in two more people, but then now you got like five people for one guy. And I don't even know if you can do that in the middle of the season. You got so they would have to wait till July anyway. So for Boston, so yeah, they can do it in July if if he's still there. Yeah, because Boston got some. Boston got some of the better pieces. If the, if the team want to make a move, hands down, this is hands down. Pay them better than anybody any other team can offer, unless my dark horse team, unless the Sixers get involved. You know, there's dark horse to still, but maybe like you know Ben Simmons uh-huh. and uh, a contract. You can throw in Markel Fultz with that contract too, as well. Because right, and you get the Markel Fultz. I just believe Markel Fultz need to go somewhere to get a new change of scenery because you got Jimmy Butler there. You got the other guy, Shamit, who's come off the bench to get buckets. So you got <laughs> you playing and you got JJ Reddick. So when you look at a guy like a Markel Fultz, where is the playing time at? Like where are you gonna get playing time at? His confidence is shot. He need to go somewhere and get a new outlook and just start off fresh. Maybe you just need a, new, a, a clean slate. When you brought Jimmy Butler in, you're not getting no touches. Point blank, period. Nope. No, you, Jimmy on team. <laughs> right. When you when, when I'm looking at certain things, I'm looking at right now. Like I said, Boston can make that move. Right now, in the in the in the East, they fifth. So they're 31 and 19. We know Indiana not going to sit in the third place too much longer. Lost Victor Ludipo for the season. You know they're going to fall all the way out, probably out the playoffs. But I'm not going to give a hope on the Pacers, but it's a possibility that they can fall out and a team like a Detroit can slide in there or a Washington Wizards. And, you know, the team they're not talking about, the Orlando Magic is not that far of a playoff spot either. You're looking at some desire. You're looking at Aaron, like we saying the guy for the Boston Celtics, Aaron Baines. He has, you know what I'm saying, he won a championship with the Spurs. He got a championship ring, got admirations. But you can't move pieces like that to New Orleans. I just feel like, New Orleans owned the rights to Anthony Davis. They got him from two. They, they got what he got one more after this year. He has one more year and he left on his contract. It's up to the Pelicans. If the Pelicans just let him sit there and wait after the next NBA season and let him walk away, 
You're not getting nothing. At all. Oh, I just feel like, and, you know, and, and piggyback on what I'm saying, the New Orleans Pelicans has one of the small, probably not the smallest market in the NBA. I think a team like the Memphis Grizzlies or the New Orleans Pelicans, they should they should move to a different city as well. Like teams that a city that's dessert that is starving for a basketball t- team. I would love to see a, Seattle get a watch a basketball team. Seattle Supersonics get a basketball team. You know how sweet that would be. Dope. The Supersonics get a basketball team. You gotta go to like a basketball city. Like Teams that, that need to thrive on so we can't say LA. LA got too many basketball teams. And, and right. Then it'd be like football. You got three teams playing in one stadium. Right. So when you look at a team like like when I'm looking at Anthony Davis, like I said, we, we gonna go back. You gotta find 50k because Rich Paul, they say he was tampering. It's pretty much like a it's pretty much like a tampering fee because he demanded a trade, asked where he wanted to go. But the the, the sad part about it. That 50K ain't doing nothing because Anthony Davis made $310,000 per game. That, that is unbelievable. Only to be 25 years old. And you, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, after this year, he can sign two more max deals. So you look at the overall history of a player like Anthony Davis. So they were saying in the era of basketball that these. Anthony Davis is one of the guys, but these other two guys, their pluses minuses like through the roof in NBA history. The first one is Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan is one of them. LeBron James is the second one. Anthony Davis. These guys, the, the roof for these guys until it is so high, it's unbelievable how they are doing these type of things like that for a team like that. So when I'm looking at people like Anthony Davis, he's gonna like I tell you, he's gonna get moved before that nine days. But the one thing I did, I, I would take note on. Lonzo Ball came out and said, "Do not train me to New Orleans." He preferred to go somewhere where he could play immediately. I mean, when I Wait. When, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it. I look at it where it's, he's he might be a tad bit better than Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton can't shoot. Lonzo can shoot a little bit. They both play defense. They both can distribute the ball. But I'm going to get that edge to Lonzo Ball. Right. I give him the edge as well. I mean, but Lonzo ain't that nice to be saying, you know, I, I'm not going to – don't trade me here. Y'all can trade me, but don't don't trade me here. He right. got caught like that. He ain't got caught there because he, he st- he's still trying to prove himself out there too. Like – when you look at that Lonzo Bowden play basketball, he, he, you know, it's another guy that's in the NBA that shoot weird. His mechanic is all the way through. He shoots a lot of air balls and stuff like that. But if you trade him to New Orleans, he's back with Julius Randle, next Laker. But you, not, how long is Julius Randle going to be in New Orleans? He is on the trading block. Right. Because he definitely going to be packaged if, to, to get rid of some, you know, so they can tank. That's another thing. Like, right? They kind of got to trade him out if they want to get a good pick this year. Because if he's still on the team and they gonna still be playing them, they pick gonna be good. Like they ain't gonna get a good pick. So they kind of got to trade him now. Yeah, and that's the lead the Lakers. Like that, the Lakers is like they basically got to offer everything 
and the kitchen sink together. Or they're going to end up in a situation how they was with Paul George, where he went to another city, he liked uh-huh. the city, and then he come up for free agency, like, no, I'm staying here, I ain't going to. Like, I don't know if Rich Paul would allow that, since he announced that, you know, his client don't want to, is not happy. He's not going to sign the extension. He's going to turn down about $45 million. And he wants a trade. Uh-huh. But, but still, that's like, the Lakers is really like the only option at this moment if they want to trade him within these 10 days. I mean, I can't see, it's the other teams that can throw it, like put some stuff together, but is Anthony Davis going to want to be there? Is he gonna mm-hmm. want to go to his home city, Chicago, you know, for like marketing and Chris Dunn and some in a pick? Like right. that that can probably get him in Chicago, but he ain't gonna sign in Chicago because they're gonna be shitty. Like we, 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 and when we looking at these type of guys, him really don't want to go. But at the same time, you almost gotta respect it because at the end of the day, if they sign a three year deal or a four year deal. They can still wind up and can still go play for the team that they like of their choice. And it's so hard, like I said, for the smaller market cities because most of your smaller market city teams are in the East Coast. We don't have the palm trees unless you go down to Florida. We don't have the palm trees. You can't you can't drive your Lamborghini like how you want to in the wintertime like you can in California where it's 60 degrees right now. And Cleveland and places like Chicago, Milwaukee, if you're going to drive a Lambo in the wintertime, you better have snow tires. That boy ain't going to work because it's sitting low to the ground. Them guys want to drive their cars. They want to go out. They want to kick it all night. And that, they, they looking for more of a nightlife scene. You don't get that in the East Coast. They know their nightlife is going to be more staying in the house Why it's snowing outside. And a lot of these guys are are demanding trades. Half of these guys are not that good. You should they, More of these guys should be in the house studying film, trying to come up with a good jump shot. Trying to work on some defensive plays or something, but they always demanding things. Uh, and and, and it, it's sad that we came to an era like this because a lot of these guys, the AU circuit messes up because now you go to AU basketball team, you play with your friends, and when you play with your friends, your friends get the best of you. Like you, y'all bond is tight. Now you get to the NBA. A lot of these guys has played through the AAU circuit, and when you put them through the AAU circuit, and, and they want to play together. Oh man, you remember? You remember we played together, and on the uh, on the tenth, eleventh grade team, me, you, and so and so. Now y'all can both go to three different colleges. Y'all both be NBA lottery picks. And y'all both sign four to five year deals. Next thing y'all know, after y'all deal is up, boom, we all sign together on the team. The NBA hates you, and everybody said they hate the Warriors. How can you hate the Golden State Warriors, where all their draft picks was in house? They didn't trade for no Steph Curry. They didn't trade for Klay Thompson. They didn't trade for Draymond Green. Don't Draymond Green was a second-round draft pick. He was picked 36. He was picked one pick before Jimmy Butler. So you looking, <laughs> so you looking at guys that actually was second-round draft picks who shouldn't have no have no business making it this far in the career. Because according to the sports index, that a second-round draft pick only last three seasons. That's pretty much your rookie contract. And after that, they gone. Right, and it's crazy because you're looking at the reason I brought those two guys up. You got Jimmy Butler, and you're looking at people like a Kyle Corporal, who was also a second round draft pick 
who was drafted in 2003 with LeBron James. He was a second-round draft pick, pick 36 to those Philadelphia 76ers. He played with AI. You're looking at guys who thrive. You got guys who has been first-round draft picks. Top 10 guys are still in the G League. I don't get it. You look at Duke. They saying, hey, we ain't waiting to the NBA. We're going to all be out on the same team now. Right. We're all going to go play Duke for Duke right. and be good now. And then so, we'll get to the league. We, then we'll join up then there too. Exactly. So it was funny because I watched the Duke game last night. If I told you, how many times you think Zion Williamson dunked the ball? So when I watch basketball, I look at stuff like that. Zion Williamson dunked the ball zero times. Right. Zero. Zero. So he showed me some outside game. So I, Tony was like, man, Zion can shoot. I said, me, he can't shoot. So last he, night. He, he, he had a couple pull-ups last, yes, last so, night. So last night I'm watching the game. So Tony's like, man, I'm, like, I'm telling Tony, he's like, man, Zion can't shoot like that when I've been watching him. He said, man, I don't know what Zion you've been watching. It. I said, right, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to watch him carefully. Zion hit about a couple of threes, hit a couple of jumpers, going to the hole, step back out, hit some more threes, hit a couple of jumpers. And the scary part is he's a left-handed shooter. And my comparison, and people compare him to LeBron James, that's a fair comparison. Just imagine LeBron James with the college for four years, or just uh, just for a year, just to work on some on his game. You talk about a complete package. <laughs> Zion Williamson might be, I don't want to say going to be better than LeBron James, but those are big shoes. He has potential to be on that same level if he come out the gate like how he is now. He can he can show you. I don't have to dunk to make a highlight. His name right. alone, his name alone is a highlight. So, as we talk about college Right. So, so I want everybody to give to this guy right here. Everybody talking about the Zion Williamson, uh, RJ Barrett, Cam Radish, um, the kid from Georgetown, McCullough. I want everybody to give to this guy from Murray State for the racers. His name is J Ja Moran. Dude is a walking bucket. Walking <laughs> bucket. Dude's after 24 points per game. To go along with ten and a half assists, and he got, and he, and he's, only, and he got, he averaged six rebounds. He's only a sophomore. He's a six. He's as a six-three guard. He weighed one hundred seventy-five pounds. This look automatic bucket. A lot of people don't know about Murray State Racers. Of course, they don't come on a big market like you watch. You get your Dukes, your Carolinas, and, and, and other teams on the team like your UCLA's. When it kind of tournament time, I said it first. Y'all gonna be like. Okay, okay, Wiggs, I'm rolling with you. Look, Ja Morant, get buckets. <laughs> he's projected, me, he's projected as a top, he projected as a top 10 NBA draft. He may go high as number five. He nice, though. He is a walking bucket. His uh, offensive versatility is, is definitely better than Zion's. He's just not. Physically built like Zion, because he can he got bounce too, Ja. Yeah, he be booming on niggas. <laughs> six uh, look six three though. 
He can score. He can score in different ways. He's not a defensive liability. He can actually get to the bucket at will, and he got a nice little three ball behind it, behind that, behind that arc. So just people need to be aware of him when it comes tournament time. Now, I don't want everybody to be saying, "Man, who is this guy from Murray State?" Look out for him. He may be one. He may be the guy who can send his team at least to the like. Of course, he's gonna make the field at sixty four, but can he make it to that field at thirty two? He gonna they, that team gonna up somebody in the first round. Because he has that much potential. You know, the, in the Final Four, in that tournament, is the reason why a lot of guys get selected high anyway. It's what they can do on the biggest stage in basketball. And Murray State is no, you know, rookie to the to the tournament. They, they had a similar story before, so. Mm-hmm. That coach know what he's doing. He'll get him there. He'll get him prepared. Put him in the best position to make some noise in the tournament. Give him some shine. Exactly. Um, so let's talk about uh, something you predicted on the last uh, week's show uh-huh. about Kyrie Irving right. and LeBron James playing in that Lakers uniform. It, it's really starting to look like that. that it's, hey, <laughs> it started looking promising once LeBron James was in the car in L.A. I don't know what song you were listening to. He, he, has, he had Kyrie next. Like, God, this is our jam right here. So not seeing that, it put a smile on my face, but yeah, I'm from the song is called Rewind. Rewind. What that <laughs> yeah, sound like? That's, that's running back. That's running back on these guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you know, even though I'm from Cleveland, I live in Charlotte now. You know what I'm saying? I go from one small market basketball city to another small market city. And when I'm looking at Kyrie Irving and how he came out a week ago or so and said, you know, he won a hash thing with LeBron James. Getting to say, you know what? I get what LeBron was talking about. You gotta realize he was a young guy. He was young. You know what I'm saying? You play with you play along with a superstar like that. You you looking like I want the same the same everything he got. I want that same shine. I want that. I want this. I'm looking at Kyrie Irving. He said, you know what? And you know, you know, I feel like he's not getting the respect as he needed if he was in that Cavaliers jersey. The reason I'm saying that because everybody remember the block. Everybody gonna always bring that block up, right? Yeah, LeBron had a great block, but at the end of the day, Kyrie yeah. Irving drilled that three in Curry face. So when I hear people say, "Oh, look, man, LeBron put did his thing in the, in the in the finals," and y'all gotta forget, man, Kyrie's right alongside him putting up forty two. So so people, y'all need to y'all need to praise Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Andrew Irving. What he did out there, Mr. Uncle Drew, I get buckets. Crossover game. You better put the spit at the bottom of your shoes to keep to stay on defense. Because I just feel like that's what LeBron James did is by far. It's like what he did in the, in the finals it was unreal. He almost what he averaged a triple double and the year before they did almost the same thing. And you look at it, I feel like the Cavaliers could at least won two titles. The first year with Kyrie Irving cracked a kneecap and Kevin Love got his shoulder. Pulled out the socket by Kelly O'Lennon. I can't forget that. That's a Canadian guy. I can't forget to get the Canadian guy. And I feel like we had to. T- I thought we had enough power then and enough juice to beat that team. And I keep telling people the whole time. I said LeBron James will go to LA. I keep saying it. I've been saying it here since LeBron. When I said I won't be surprised if Kyrie go there because Lonzo Ball is not the answer at the point guard spot for them. A lot of people will say he is, but, but what can he do? He can't score. He can't score. If you go look, if you go look at the, if people go look at the box column and the score column, 
It's going to say, ball. Four for 12, <laughs> six points, three rebounds, eight assists, five turnovers. That's ball may end up in Cleveland, though. Right. And you say you might wind up in Cleveland. Lonzo Ball with Colin Saxton. You trying to? You don't believe in Colin Saxton? I don't know if he gonna, they're going to trade with Colin Saxton, but uh, uh, Mr. GM for Cleveland said with Ball saying he don't want to go to New Orleans, that put them in the mix of, you know, to secure some major assets. So I'm thinking he's trying to get Lonzo Ball and then the Cleveland. Maybe have him and, and Colin Saxton in the backcourt. So let's be honest. Remember, we're gonna piggy. We're gonna still talk about this. Do you remember when uh, their father, Big Baller Brand, says that he can possibly have all three of his sons on one team? Could Cleveland be one of the teams that they probably sign them? Because Dan Gilbert is that naive would do something like that to gamble on something like that to have all three brothers on the Cavaliers team. You had Jello, Zoe. And Melo on the Cavaliers team. Is that possible? The Cavs is, is looking right for the taking. I mean, they already got Melo. He's playing as, as fire in Ohio. A lot of his games is in Northeast Ohio near Cleveland. So the only thing left would be to convince Kobe Altman like that to pick up Jello on some type of G League uh, two-way contract. And and there you go, all three of his sons on one team. So I think, like Dan, I think Dan Gilbert is that naive to pick up all three. You know why? If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Oh, yeah, he's going to get some coins for that. They're going to sell. You, all three? Be that good, but they're going to sell <laughs> if they come all on one team. Because what? Because in sports history, Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Jr. Sr., they both play on the same baseball team, right? Yeah. They're the only father and son duo to hit home runs together in one game in back-to-backs and play the appearances. Uh, Devin, Devin McCourty and his brother in New England are in the Super Bowl together. Devin McCourty, this is going, this is like his this is nice season, but his A season the captain. He's calling it quits after this year, win or lose. So you're looking at some stuff together as brothers. Or if everybody's been on the same team, how can I forget? Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter, but Toronto, when they're together on the same team, of uh, their their first two years together in the league. So you're looking at where can we can probably get our first set of brothers on one baseball team. We did have the Alomar brothers in Cleveland, Sandy and Roberto Alomar. Right. We did had we had that. So anything is possible. Sure, in the league of sports, anything is possible. Now before we get off this subject about the basketball. The dark horse. I've been wanting to say this all day. ESPN, CBS Sports, Yahoo Sports. Who else are out there? I've been calling this Clay Thompson to LA theme for the last three years. And the reason I'm saying the reason I've been calling it for the last three years, I always thought it made sense because. When Clay, when Clay Thompson beat the Cavaliers last year for the NBA championship, the first thing that came in his mouth was like, look, I got one more ring more than my dad. His dad had two with the Lakers, and Clay got three. Three. Treyway. Yeah, Treyway. <laughs> and the, the funny thing I said, he's like, he just want to beat his dad in rings. He did that. I always tell people, look, his dad still worked for L.A. 
He do the half. He do the halftime shows. That's an easy transition. Can you imagine if they get a chance to talk to Clay Thompson? Who would be in that room? Clay, Clay Thompson's father. Uh, let me throw out his name out there. Michael Thompson, Kobe Bryant, Mamba Mentality with his five Man. rings. You got Man. dad with Man. you got dad with his two. You got Magic Man with his five. You got Brown in there with three. You know Clay. This conversation like this. Dad ain't gotta say nothing. Dad like, I ain't gotta say nothing. This Magic Man, his Magic Hour. <laughs> so you looking at Kobe? It's like, look, Clay, your dad been part of this organization. Whatever. I remember you was a kid to come through here, run, play basketball. We always thought it'd be fitting for you to throw this purple and gold on. You know that purple and gold is royalty. You got LeBron. LeBron can't say nothing like, I've been a fan of yours since day one. Since right. day one. Remember, the reason why he get the Cavaliers so much buckets, remember, he wanted to get drafted by the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers, remember, he, he had to work out. Remember he had to work out? So he wanted to work out for the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers, they break him in for a workout. Mm, that he hurts. Gave him, gave him buckets every time he came in the playoffs. So, and I mean, the NBA Finals. So I'm looking at a Clay Thompson. He only, this is the scary part right here. Once AD told Boston no, because now that's the heads of that everybody else in the world know that Boston, that Kyrie Irving's not coming back. Been saying that too. It don't take a genius to read into that. So you ain't got going back. ain't going back. So you get rid of him. Anthony, in shape. Anthony Davis goes to LA and coming out, they said Clay Thompson said if they can get Anthony Davis to LA, he will consider joining or being interested in joining the Lakers. So if you pull him from Golden State, where did he go to state? Andre Gadella back is hurt. The bitch is the bitch is flaky. Calvin Looney is not good to me. Um, I mean, then if uh, Kevin Durant leave on top Kevin, of that. Kevin Durant leave, man. Then you talk about next year. <laughs> you talk about a possible Draymond Green is gone after his contract. Then you had Steph, Steph Curry there. They'd be the Golden State Warriors back in the early 2000s. It'd just be Steph. And then the Lakers be. Mm, what's this be? Showtime 2.0? They can't even have that, that much cap they have. You talking about Clay, Anthony right. Davis, LeBron James, and Kyrie. I don't even know if they. If, I'm about to look that up. That's that's like four max contracts. Well, plus if you trade, if you trade for, uh, if you trade for uh, Anthony Davis, remember he still got he used to have two years stuff on his contract this year and yeah. next year. So yeah. you get him. So you get Kyrie Irving. You sign Kyrie Irving or one of them to the max. And the crazy thing is. The Golden State Warriors owner has said we're not paying luxury taxes. So the most this is this. The most they can offer Clay Thompson is $132 million. That's the max. Another team can offer any other team in the league can offer him $139 million. Hmm. That's seven more million. I mean, with AD turning down, like basically put leaving $45 million on the table. Right. Clay can leave seven million on the table to stay with the Warriors. You think he would do it though? I, I mean, if they win this year, I think it's a possibility he'll leave. That's why I keep telling everybody. If they if they win one more championship together, they gone. Because not only person be stuck with, with on the Warriors, you you just Demarcus Cousins and Draymond Green. 
They be the bad boys team. The Marcus Cousin, he only signed a one year contract. Right, but they said he signed a one year contract, but he said he's he's thinking about coming back next year on another one year deal. Oh, so they gonna do a one on one? Why not? Brian got these boys out here doing one on one. <laughs> Brian started Brian started everything. Super teams, getting coaches fired. <laughs> getting coaches fired. <laughs> uh, one year deals. He's the pioneer I, of it all, huh? He's the pioneer. And the reason the reason I say the Pelicans shouldn't worry about getting to a, a frenzy about trading trading Anthony Davis because he still got a year left in his contract. I think everybody can learn from the Cleveland situation because LeBron James burnt the Cavaliers twice and Kyrie Irving burnt the Cavaliers. He 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 forced the Cavaliers to trade him. And none of them players that we have that are, are with the team right now. Jay Crowder, gone. Gone. Uh, little Isaiah Thomas, finito. Like, <laughs> nobody. We didn't have nobody from that team. J.R. Smith, He's well, at he home. He's on the shit. payroll. He's at the Knicks games, getting standing ovations. Him and Carmelo <laughs> Anthony. And it's so funny, we didn't say Melo names yet. And the reason I'm saying this too, you can slide Melo in there on the on a veteran deal. You can send him to a two year deal for two point five million dollars. Oh yeah, oh you know that's the next move. If the uh, if the Lakers, you know, pull the trigger, right? They're gonna have to give up Ball, Kuzma, maybe. Zubak, maybe Ingram. So the, and then the, they gonna have, and who they gonna take on? They're gonna take on they're gonna get A D and probably uh who is that? They got a bad contract. Uh KCP got a bad contract too. Yeah, but they probably ain't gonna trade him. I'm trying to think of um on the New Orleans Pelicans. They got a bad contract. He kind of Solomon Hill. Solomon, oh my god. They're gonna throw him in. And then now you got all this, you want to have like a, a slot or two open, and you just pick up Melo. So, yeah, you, you know, for this year, you got up, Brian, Melo, and AD. If you and get Solomon, so if you get Solomon Hill, that would be it. Hey, if, you, if Brian get like a Solomon Hill, that's not a bad pickup for them, for the Lakers, because with Solomon Hill, he actually can hit threes. Yeah, he he, he over, like, he, he do a little bit of everything. He played a little his bit. Contract his contract is not worth his No, his contract is like off. It's like it's, it's it's not a good contract. Like first and right. foremost, and I'm looking at no, nah, I'm gonna do it. But that that's it. But right now, we're gonna jump right into this NFL. NFL. We know Super Bowl Sunday is coming up. Tom Brady been to, Tom Brady been to nine Super Bowls. In his 18th career, this dude with the nine Super Bowls. You know, most people so do that. Most people do that right, most people do that in one year on Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Take your favorite team to the Super Bowl, Madden. Like me, I play Madden on the PS4. Um, right now, I'm in my I'm in my third Super Bowl. The game only been out for a year. It's that it's, they play 16 games. So when you make it to the Super Bowl every every year. Tom Brady know what to expect. And the guy who called him out, what's his name? Nickel Roby? Like, are you kidding me? You the same dude had to pass interference that they didn't call it on. You played in Buffalo. He still picked you apart. Tom Brady has tape on you, my friend. <laughs> you, you, one you thing I talk. like, I'm not, you, don't, you don't talk to her before the Super Bowl. You just say you keep it real hush. Right. <laughs> don't get nobody no ammunition. 
at the end of the day, I'm not a Patriots fan, but you got to respect Tom Brady. But he's not my goat. He's their goat. Um, <laughs> first and foremost. That's a t-shirt. He's not my goat. He's their goat. <laughs> you don't poke a bear. This bear been a nice Super Bowls. This is your first one. Like if Tom, all right, if Tom Brady loses the Super Bowl, he'd be five and four. Is he? They said you can't consider him as a goat no more. What, Man, you, it's been a nine. I, I, how many years he been in the league? Eighteen was it? What, this is the eighteenth season, something like that. Half his career, he been in the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> like, every year, every year, Tom Brady been in the Super Bowl. The pack, the Patriots ain't my cup of tea. The reason I'm saying this, I am just want to put it out there. When Drew Bessel came back from an injury, pretty much you ride with the high hand to his to his don't get high no more. I didn't to me as an NFL fan, I didn't I feel like that Drew Bledsoe didn't get the free the free the free shot to come back to claim his spot back. They rolled with Tom Brady. You know, most other quarterbacks and other situations and other organizations get that shot to get a chance to make their to make their mark back on their team. I just feel like he didn't get that shot back. I feel like all right, you know what? I'm gonna get. He got that ring. He do a Super Bowl ring when they beat the Rams. He got the ring. It was no more Drew Bless. I mean, Drew Blesso. Drew Blesso was out of there. And and the people are saying Tom Brady's a goat. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I beg to differ. I can put this argument up all the time. Adam Vinatieri won three Super Bowls for Tom Brady: a 44-yard field goal, a 47, and a 50. Right? Right. The defense won the Super Bowl for him, too. Maybe against two. the Saints. The, against, the, yeah, against the Rams. They against first, the Rams. Yeah, the, sec, the second or first one? The, the defense first time, won that. The defense yeah. won that one. Then, too, the one we had the, the interception from Butler. Yeah, Butler. So he mysteriously didn't play last Super Bowl. Who, but. Which I'm still <laughs> mad at Pete Carroll right to this day for calling a passing play on the one yard line because you know you have beast mode. Everybody knows yeah, you got beast mode on the one yard line. That's a for sure touchdown. It's pretty much he gave the Patriots a Super Bowl. He gave trying it to, to be fancy. Trying to be fancy. But everybody keeps saying they blame Pete Carroll, but no. I blame the quarterback, Russell Wilson. He's the captain of the team. Could have changed the play. He said, you know what? Coach said we got to run this rug route. But you know what, <laughs> beast mode? I need this. I need this. I need the second ring. We're going to change it. We're going to go power eye right formation to the left on two. That's all he had to do. That's all he had to do. Russell Wilson Man. came out to the package and did what Pete Carroll said. He grabbed his headset. Pete gave him the play. He said, hey, all right, all right, Russ, we're going to run ZXYZ. We're going to throw a slant down the middle on three, all right? He's like, I'm about to be the MVP. And we yeah. better throw this in. He came out there. Negative. Do that. Do that. Uh, he came out there. They lost the game through an interception. No MVP for you, Russ. Because you want to go out there, XYZ, slant down the middle, and then he got picked off. You can't do stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that game was lost. Bill Belichick got one. You know, Bill Belichick go down. Yeah, he, he, he's going to go down as one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. Like, he's he's up there with them guys with the Vince Lombardis and the Chuck Knowles. He's up there with them guys, man. This guy been a nine Super Bowls. He probably about to get another dub. Man, if he get another one, man, I'm saying they, if they get another one, they got to uh, walk it out, man. Like DJ Ump say, walk it out. 
Gotta walk it out. <laughs> walk it out. <laughs> gotta walk it out. DJ Ooh can't. <laughs> you gotta walk it out, man. There's no I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm not a Tom Tom Brady fan because I'm an Ohio State guy, and he is a Michigan Wolverine. And if people don't realize, once a, a Wolverine, always Wolverine, and once a Buckeye, always a Buckeye. So, not hating on him. He's just not my cup of tea. But you just can't argue his greatness and what that he does on the field. But you know, but these guys, not and the reason a lot of people hate them because they this team been in more scandals than anybody, than anybody in the league. So I just feel like if it was up to me about the my Super Bowl score, I'm gonna go with the Rams on this one. I'm gonna go with the Rams 31, Patriots 27. Patriots 27. Hmm. I'm kind of pulling for the Rams too. But but Jamaki's saying Patriots, right? <laughs> he's saying Patriots. He keeps they keep telling me that Josh Gordon gonna get a ring. And Josh Gordon that, that the Browns just waited out and waited out and waited out for him. We'll get an end of getting the ring. That's what that's what that's what my mind is telling and, me. And you no, know, the crazy thing is because they went that far and he made I think he played what eight to nine games. The Browns right. the Browns get a fifth round draft pick from New England. New England don't care about that. New England can get guys off the street. They can come get me and you right now, Marcus. Hey, Dante, you're going to be a slot receiver. Marcus, we're going to put you at the other receiver and make us look good. Throw the right, ball my gonna way. just going to plug y'all in. Look, we're going to look. We're going to watch y'all run these routes. You know what I'm saying? We're going to give you seven looks. If I if you throw me the ball seven times, I'm going to catch it seven times. I ain't forget that. I ain't dropping no one. I'm going to be like DeAndre Hopkins. They're going to call me um, Elmer's glue. That dude, that dude caught 107 passes with no drops. Where they do that at? He had no drops. No what? drops. Not even a cough drop. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a cough drop. <laughs> no drops. He ain't oh, dropped nothing. Look, he ain't dropped his. He haven't dropped his game check. He ain't dropped no. He ain't dropped the football out there. He ain't dropped no newborn babies. Man, can you say all state? He in good hands. Good hands. <laughs> right. I know he uh he came to Cleveland and I'm like yeah the Browns they about to make this playoff push. Deshaun and DeAndre and just showed us up. When you're looking at the football, you're looking at the guys. We're gonna see some of the older guys that are left at the quarterback spot. We gonna name I can name five guys who time is almost up in the league. We gonna name the next five who's gonna be up. We look at the five guys who's all the way out the door. Aaron Rodgers. Um, Drew uh, in New Orleans. Oh, no, uh, not Drew. Uh, damn, I'm forgetting this man's name. Drew, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. We got Drew Brees. Forgot how to brain fart there. Drew Brees, Big Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and the fifth one is Philip Rivers. Mister Mister Eight against the Patriots. Oh eight. He got eight kids. Oh, and eight with eight kids. Eight kids. <laughs> so he got a, he got an L for every kid he got. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And and they got what? I wonder if it's true because so, uh, I think they got Andy Dalton out there on the on the on the uh, trading block to go to the Giants. Would that be a good look for the Giants to get rid of to to make a trade for Andy Dalton? They don't need to make a trade for Andy Dalton. I think they got it with the, what the fifth or sixth pick this year. 
Go ahead and take Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State as a quarterback. Uh, plug him in. So you go young with him. You guess Dwayne not gonna be on Dwayne Haskins. He's not. He is not as mobile as the other quarterbacks. You got the quarterback from West Virginia, Will Greer, Charlotte Charlotte's own. You know I know. So looking at Will Greer, got him coming out, and you got Kyler Murray coming out. So it's a couple of quarterbacks out there that's making a name for themselves. But Dwayne Haskins might be the for sure one, but I still don't think he's that mobile enough to sit in the pocket. But the one thing I do like about him in this game, he's a great pocket passer. He's not scared to get that hit. He'll make that he put that play. But the NFL, these are grown men coming at you. This ain't, this ain't college football when you got 19, 20-year-olds chasing you. No, nah, them, them knee braces ain't going to cut it in, in the big league. Right. That's what I'll be looking for in college football. Like, you wearing that knee brace, mm-hmm. not a good sign. Not a good sign if you're wearing a knee brace early in your career. You know somebody who ain't wearing that knee brace? <laughs> who that? Somebody who's feeling dangerous. Baker, shaking bake. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. All right. They said, this, this thing that is, that's crazy. Josh Gordon has been from the league how many times? Three, four times? I know it was a lot. Been, <laughs> since he's been in the league, it seems like he's been suspended. And I don't know, I don't know what type of drug he on. I don't want to talk about what type of drugs. We don't know. We, I don't know if he smoked. I'm be like honest. This dude probably smoked more weed than he ran on. <laughs> he smoked more green than he than he touched. And 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 the crazy thing is, Robert Kraft and the organization said they gonna pay for his medical expenses. It's a possible he can return to the NFL next season. Wow. This is they they looking out for the kid. No, he ain't a kid no more. Roger <laughs> Roger Goodell and Robert Kraft are best friends. Oh yeah. Well, well are they still good friends? Robert Just, Kraft kind of blew down on them after the uh and that's that's the, the play game. Hey Malcolm, somebody <laughs> say that's off the show, man. <laughs> millionaires and millionaires kick it together behind closed door. They laughing at everybody. That's how I think. The reason I'm saying that they, they, he's a possible return, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, maybe they're gonna allow the players to start smoking weed and probably not gonna say nothing about it. It seems like they're doing uh, plenty of that in Massachusetts. <laughs> plenty of that. All right. Which, and we're going to stick on topic with that. that we're going to stick on topic with that. So we said that Josh Gordon got a possible return from, we're going to, I'm going to just say alcohol abuse, whatever, whatever type of abuse he got going on. It's still bad. But this guy, Jerry Mahay, he was banned for baseball for life. Mahay, yeah. Mahay. Mahay. Banned from the MLB. For life. The Boston Red Sox. Ding, 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 ding. Another team up in Boston give another player a second chance to play baseball. And she's not Are you serious? He get banned for life. The Boston Red Sox bring Mejia back. And the last time he pitched was 2014. He saved 28 games from the New York Mets. The Boston Red Sox brought him back. And they are giving May six hundred 
a second chance for six. Look, this is a, this is a hell of a second chance, Marcus. He would be making six hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars if he gets to the major leagues to prove himself again that he can stay clean. All he got to do is make it through winter camp. You make it through winter camp. Let me just. I ain't gonna say winter camp. Spring baseball to lead right into the major leagues for baseball. What is that saying? PEDs. PEDs. They don't carry Massachusetts. PEDs. We just go to rehab. The team will pay for it. And you can play again. <laughs> when Smokey say, "Man, I ain't going to rehab, man." Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when you were looking at that, say, "Dude, these guys getting more chances than anything." Jobs, jobs fire dudes if they crash a tow motor and they under the influence and can't get a job back. These guys is on PEDs, steroids, and when they say PEDs, when I think of PEDs, they say when, I say, when they say NFL players get suspended for PEDs for four games, that's a weed violation. It's a weed violation. <laughs> Performing enhancement, he's high. And the reason a lot of these players smoke it. Now, I'm off of players smoking their weed. I'm looking at is where football players, you've been to a football game, and some of them got, it's like a car accident out there. Helmets, the shoulder pads hit each other. Now, I'm looking at is where the weed copes with these guys' body and, and, and calms them down, ease some of the pain away. And some of the pain, it's just pain. You got to realize, while they blame the players, you got to look at the team doctor. The team doctor are prescribing these guys pills to take. They get some of the best painkillers out there. You talk about the doctor. If you get your teeth pulled in, they gonna give you what five hundred milligrams of oxycotton. These these NFL players are probably getting north of eight hundred milligrams to a thousand milligrams of oxycotton because it makes them feel good to ease the pain away. That's that's a start of addiction right there. <laughs> right. So when they look, they blaming players for taking these PEDs. Let's look at the team doctors who are signing off on these prescriptions. And give them to the players, and they go cash. It's nothing for a player to go home and to Xerox it, or tell the or tell the uh, the, the the doctor, "Hey, doc, man, don't pee. I need some more. You know what <laughs> you gave me? I don't think they working. Think you write me some more?" And what the team doctor say? No problem. I got you. Go Maybe write it out. <laughs> right. Did they work? I think I need some more. I ran out. What they do? These guys take them on the plane. Drink, drink it, probably drinking alcohol with the oxycotton pill and getting high that way. And no, and no, you're gonna get a random drug test. So you can't fault the player for taking these PEDs. I just feel like it goes hand in hand. Some blame got going to team doctors too that nobody's talking about. That's why I want to shed light on you're giving these guys in Boston, the Red Sox, and the New England Patriots. Both got two guys on their team. Josh Gordon put the Ben Band for life. But you know, God works in mysterious ways for certain people who are different. Right. Do you look at Mahay? He's been out for almost what for three, four years. He's back in baseball because he stayed clean last year. Man, you gotta you gotta love America, man. <laughs> the land of the free. Land of the free who pay you big bucks. Uh-huh. And it's crazy because the Boston Red Sox hasn't went to the White House yet for their trophy ceremony. I just think they don't want Burger King and uh, right. McDonald's. That's why they. This is what I think is going to happen. This is what I think is going to happen. I think the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. 
I think the Patriots and the Boston Red Sox are going to go up to together. I think they're going to go together? Together. Get a two-for-one deal. You get both Boston teams in there. I mean, that would make sense. But I don't know. I mean, what what they going to eat? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 40, hey, 45 open that checkbook. Get some food in there for them. Oh, yeah. He probably would. I mean, Kraft can do it. He's like, I'll just pay for everybody. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Nah, I don't. <laughs> I'll pay for our food. I'm looking at, um, we're going to go back. So you're looking at Baker Mayfield, which is we talking about the Boston and football and baseball. So I'm looking at Baker Mayfield invites Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. to dinner. This is a rookie quarterback. First and foremost, remember, rookie of the year, quarterback, invites veterans to a dinner. Where they do that at? That supposed mm-hmm. to be the other way around. The veterans invite the rookie. So who who you think picked that bill up? Baker should have picked it up if he wanted him to be on in a dog pound. If he want so, OBJ to uh, <laughs> you know, you, to get hooked to the Jarvis and uh. OBJ connect back up. Baker better pick up that time. So, so put it like this: When John Elway came out earlier year, she said, "Everybody, nobody's safe." So I took that as like, "Yo, so you tell me you gonna get rid of Von Miller, uh, your the corner Harris, all these guys said nobody's safe. You got a nice running back in Philip Lindsay, the other uh, that undrafted rookie, and." I looked at Von Miller contract. I said, okay. Von Miller contract. He got a uh, six-year deal, $114 million, right? He got $70 million guaranteed started in March of 2018. I look at OBJ contract. He got a five-year deal for $95 million. If I was the Browns, would you give up your first-round draft pick for one of those guys? If so, who would you give your con- Who would you give your first-round draft to? Pick up. You pick. You pick sixteenth in the draft. Hmm. It'd probably be for Odell. So you give up. So you. So you give up your pick. You get Odell Beckham. So you get you a deep threat. You can put Jarvis Landry back in the slot. You got Hollywood. You got Hollywood Higgins on the outside. Where does that lead um, Callaway? In case somebody get hurt. <laughs> Special, so you, special package, special package plays. So package plays like type like because I look at when I look at Callaway, I, he reminds me of Tyree Hill. But Tyree Hill got a little bit more touches, and we know as and, and the reason I'm saying Tyree Hill because John Dorsey, the Cleveland Browns GM, drafted Tyree Hill, Patty Mahomes, uh, D Ford, uh, Travis Kelsey. What I'm saying, in other words, John Dorsey has an eye for talent, and the guys and the guys that we name, Patty Mahomes, he goes to like he went to a big name college. But you're looking at players like Tyree Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey, D. Ford. Those like they was like they went to college, but they ain't gonna see your big name college you talk about all the day. You know, Tyree Hill come out of college. Had, he had he had he had a bad reputation. No, I don't like talk about people past. If you want to see what what he did, 
you can go look on his, not on his page, but you can go look on his Wikipedia. I don't like talk about the bad stuff, but at the same right. time, everybody's not perfect. I do believe people do believe, I do believe in second second chances, but third, that's a, you can't get a third chance. Second chance is enough. You do it a third time. That means you don't care. Um, I'm looking at where is where would the Browns be if they get like an Odell Beckham? Would, you, would they be like an instant Super Bowl contender? You see, that's another uh, another toy for uh, Baker. I mean, right. I think it puts him up in contention. Now that you got two legitimate, you know, documented threats, you know, on a um, on the outside, you got a deep ball like they uh, Landry and Odell. They ain't like you said; they ain't dropping too many passes. Right. So you got them on the outside, and then you also got you know the all rookie backfield with Baker. And um, Nick Chubb and Chubb, you keep it so and you got your Duke Johnson back there too as a gadget. All right, you got Duke Johnson. Then on the defensive side of the ball, you got uh, the old rookie who I think is the the rookie of the year on defense, Denzel Ward. Um, you got Miles Garrett, and then if you you got room to get somebody else too, you can make a room uh, a trade for Von Miller. Right, and then you'd be sure though for sure. So remember, we were talking about the five quarterbacks on the way out: Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, Big Ben, uh, Tom Brady, and all those guys, right? Right. When I look at the next top five quarterbacks that is up and coming, you're looking at, of course, Jerry Goff, right? Right. You're looking at Patty Mahomes, which is the lead by storm this year. You can put Baker Mayfield up there as one of the new new young guns. Um, the quarterback from the Jets, Sam Darnold, has a big arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at those type of guys, who can make and you? And you know Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar but the Jackson, one thing I mean, about Michael Lamar so Jackson, cool. right? And the guys like Lamar Jackson, like how can he stay healthy? Enough, because after a while, running the ball that many times, a team will pick up what you're doing. And you got to go out there and throw that ball every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, we see what he did. We see what he did at, at Louisville. Louisville Louisville is not Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Louisville was not, I mean... Right. That was super predictable at the end, okay. which is the reason why I didn't. I think the Ravens did. I think Lamar Jackson gave them that threat, but they was running similar to a Louisville type of offense. They were just running the ball, no threat of passing the rock at all, which kind of made them predictable. And then they got the boot out the playoffs. Right. I did, I think the Browns should have been in over them, but that's what they did on Cleveland. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do like Lamar Jackson though. I think, I think he's gonna be good. I think he's, he need to work on his his reading of the defense and his passing, uh, especially passing guys open and not just them set design plays with guy wide open. He set set your feet throw it to him, but you know throwing all, all, out the pocket on the run. Mm-hmm. I think he will be a good a good QB up and coming too. Uh-huh. 
one thing too. One thing else too. Before we get up out of here, we we go back to baseball now. We go back to Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. So we know these guys right here is going to need some type of stuff to lean on. Manny Machado, Manny Machado, and Bryce Harper right now are the are the safest or the biggest names out here in free agency for baseball. And I'm looking at Manny Machado as a right hand. He's a third baseman. And the teams that he came from, playing for Baltimore, who had one of the probably who had the worst record in baseball last year. You're looking at the Dodgers, who was in the World Series last year. I mean, this past year. I mean, well, last year rather. It was in the World Series last year, and maybe Machado could easily wind up with these. I think would be these possible three teams who need help at third base. We'll put the Dodgers back up there, highs on one. The Philadelphia Phillies. And probably the Pittsburgh Pirates, some teams that need some helps out there, and that in those type of areas who need, who definitely need. Now I'm looking at Bryce Harper, a left-handed hitter, but he plays the right field. And also, looking at teams who may need him on the on the upper ends. You got the Phillies, New York Mets pay that cash too as well because this has got Robinson Cano. So you right. got Rob, so you got in New York, you got you can have Robinson Cano out there in the outfield. Giannis Specidus, who plays the outfield. Then you put Bryce Harper out there. That's a kind of a nightmare on lineup for outfield. Then you already got you already got Thor out there on the on the mound pitching, Noah Syndergaard. So <laughs> and you know Matt Harvey is gone. So Batman left Gotham City. So if he can go to if he I think the New York Mets would be more desirable. It is a big market city for a player like Bryce Harper. Who 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 you know who played his baseball career out in Las Vegas in high school, then come play for the Washington Nationals. You know, the Washington Nationals didn't have a a big fan drawing, but for a person like Bryce Harper to to fill a void like that, playing for one play, either playing for the Mets or the Yankees, put the Braves out there. But realistically, I think the Phillies have the most pay, has the payroll for them, but the Phillies don't want to pay for them. But the Yankees, we know, we know. That Brian Cashman, them guys write checks. <laughs> they write checks. They, they write, write checks. checks that never bounce. That never bounce because A Rod signed what? What A Rod signed a ten-year deal, two hundred and fifty-two million dollars. My lord, that's a lot of money. And the crazy thing I'm saying about this, I'm going back to New York Nets, New York Mets rather. The reason I say like I'm gonna say what you said, they sign checks that don't bounce. You best to believe that. And the reason I'm saying that, the reason why you said, and I'm glad you said that, Bobby Bonilla, they had this thing every year, J- July 1st. Bobby Bonilla signed like a contract, like a 10-year contract, like north of like $280-something million. Every year on July 1st, the New York Mets write him a check for a million dollars. He get his contract broken down. They give him a million dollars every year on July 1st. Dang. You talk about, he said he don't want his money right getting there. He want his money piece by piece because deep down inside, he may be bad with money. And you know, he is spending a whole, the whole, the whole enchilada. So you're looking at where, the reason why I say that Bryce Harper can fall to the Yankees, the Yankees right now doesn't have, doesn't have a left-handed bat in their lineup. Everybody's a right-handed, a right-handed hitter. And they got to get a switch hitter. With um, Didi Godorius and stuff like that, and Aaron Hicks, and you looking at where it is 
if he can fill that void under in the outfield with the Yankees, the Yankees will be on to something too because the Yankees got the pitching. Yankees got they got big CC out there. Even though they lost one of their pitchers too at the same time, the Yankees is always desirable to play for. Who don't want to put the pinstripes on and play for the Yankees to put that Yankee blue hat on? You know, you got you you know you go out there and pitch, and you got old blue eyes Frank Sinatra out there singing New York. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. That's all. Look at at stuff like that, and and the teams that want them some historic teams. The Yankees, the Braves, the Mets, and Phillies. But who's going to really going to give Bryce Harper the ten-year deal for north of two hundred something million dollars? That's what he wants. He he wants a big contract, and he's not going. He don't want to get in Washington because Washington can't build a team for him. And when you looking at when you looking at stuff like when you looking at a Bryce Harper, he brings a lot to the table. He's going to give you a, a season of probably 30-plus home runs, 100-something RBIs. He's going to give you that. Probably a couple, probably give you a couple of stolen bases. And he's a he's a very aggressive batter when it comes to him getting to the batter box and runs on runs in position. He's going to score, too, as well, just like Manny Machado. Manny Machado brings a lot, a lot of diversity to a, to a team, too, as well. Where he can get things going too. So which one of these teams get these to get these prize guys? We are definitely a bit going to the city to where they go. I think it. I don't think it'd be any one of. I think uh, Manny Machado may may get snatched up by the White Sox. Ooh. I hear White Sox is, is, is interested in Manny. I hear they, you know, they they trying to get uh, they may have already talked to him, but they trying to get you know a conversation with him. Yeah. And I think they uh, the South Side of Chicago got got a good chance. They ball club good, you know. I, I don't think they got any high heads there. You know, they welcome him. You know, they let him be the star. So, Man. I think White Sox probably got a got a good chance of uh, sneaking in and stealing. Shit, Manny Machado. To Chicago White Sox. That's my dark horse. And that's the that's the dark horse. What about okay to the Cleveland Indians? Brunt, so they're gonna move Jose Ramirez play third base, and you you can't make no moves really there to get that. Chicago White Sox, Manny Machado. <laughs> You hear nobody sitting there like that. Now, now this one thing that you said that their record is good. How good is their record? Because I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to bust your chops on that one. Who the record? Oh no, hey. they all could. You know, uh. all the, you know, they camaraderie. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say they record right. I said they record from last year. They was 62 and 100. Man, yeah. they was they was winning 38 percent of their games. Yeah, no, I'm saying that the guys on in their team, you know, they ain't got no no divas. Nobody will have uh, you know, be upset with him coming into the uh, the ball club and saying, you know, I'm the guy now. Right. You know, he brings a lot. He brings a lot to the table. Just what I'm saying. You're looking at. 
who they got, who the White Sox pick they got, Yonder Alonso, who used to play for the Indians. He signed there. They they still got the first baseman, um, Jose Abreu, and they got Elroy Jimenez. A lot of people don't know who he is because he was a left-handed. He was a left fielder down here playing for the Charlotte Knights by me catching a couple of games down there. And that in the Chicago White Sox, that there's the Charlotte Knights is their uh triple A baseball team here. And they got a nice shortstop in Tim Anderson. You know, the one thing is with that, with these guys they got, can they stay healthy? They still get James McCann, the catcher. Just can they stay healthy? That's the whole thing. Yeah, you are what your record is, but they went through a plethora of injuries a lot too as well. They have one of the worst records in the division. But it all start with their pitching with a Jace Fry. Can, 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 these, can, can these guys just stay healthy? Uh, Aaron, Aaron Bummer, that's all you want. They need Ian Hamilton. They Jose Rios, they have to stay healthy. They got to stay healthy if they want to contend in the Central Division because the last two or three years, the Indians have been running away with the Central Division, winning no more than 90 games. Yeah, Lindor and Ramirez, the tribe. Right. You know, they, yeah, I think the Indians are going to win the Central again. I mean, I don't care where Manny go. <laughs> he go if he's going to the, end up in the Central Division, it's not going to be good news for him. And before we talk about the Central Division, a lot of people out there don't know, the MLB All-Star Game is held in Cleveland, Ohio, home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Science Center and all that stuff. So, 2020 All-Star Weekend in Cleveland baseball. Then guess what? Two years later, the NBA All-Star Game comes to Cleveland with the renovations they got going on. Like I said about the All-Star Game, I think that's going to be another good look for the city as well, too. Cities, you know, the, the Cleveland scene always to me been good. They've been right now they top five in nightlife. It's still the major city out, out of the seven major cities in, in the United States of America. It's a nice place to be at when it's time to play sports. Cleveland is the center of attention. Look at it. Look at look look at how Ohio is shaped. Ohio is shaped just like a heart. Why, baby? Because we know. Yes, baby, heartland of Ohio. And you know, we're gonna end things off with this today. This is gonna be it. We wrapping up. It's your boy Tay Wiggs. Mark Sane. We coming live for the man cave. Thanks for listening to the Empire Live Man Cave podcast. Please subscribe to us on 